0: So I just got back from all day long interviews with prospective companies that are, are trying to enter this particular digital health accelerator. Um, and there were two big insights that I walked away from that I thought were pretty interesting. Um, one, just uh, what people think leaders are supposed to look and sound like, um, and two, the importance of coachability and by extension learning in entrepreneurs. So on the first point, it was kind of intriguing because, um, one, this is a digital health accelerator that is solely focused on investing, um, and mentoring female entrepreneurs. Um, and even still with majority women in the room, um, sitting, listening to these pitches and asking questions and women pitching that are supposed to be in a very friendly audience. There were still these questions that came up of, um, well we aren't sure if this person sounded you know confident enough they didn't sound excited or, or passionate um and it was kind of funny because i brought you know i brought up this point after hearing a few people saying that and i was like well i actually think it's a good thing she's not walking in and overselling us you know she's a molecular biologist clearly she's very brilliant she knows the product inside it out Um, And she's very passionate about both what the product can do technically as well as what it can offer to customers. So to the extent that you're wondering about passion, like I think it's there. It's just not in a format that you're used to hearing. Um, And so, you know, both in being an entrepreneur myself, it's kind of, of course, causing some self-reflection that I kind of want to process this afternoon. Um, But also just in talking to other folks, like when you do have to do your pitch and when you are talking about your product... Um I do think that it's kind of intriguing that there's a particular paradigm that people have when they think about um you know what a leader is supposed to sound like um because the the Feedback was really stark because, in contrast, we had this woman who was super skilled in her career, was pretty senior. um, And then next came a very young entrepreneur from a very elite university. Um, And she also wasn't confident. Like, she openly talked about how the fact that she wanted to reserve the option to maybe bring on a more senior person to be the CEO instead of herself if she felt she was getting out of her depth. And then people bent over backwards to tell her, No, like, we think that you're underestimating yourself. And, you know, look at what you've done so far. And so, one, I think that there's maybe some, you know, ageism at play that we expect entrepreneurs, you know, young, bright entrepreneurs, of course, they're really good at learning and maybe older people. We don't expect them to learn. But I do think that, one, it's important as an entrepreneur to um Know what biases people are going to have basically going in so that you can anticipate and not necessarily correct for them because I highly believe in authenticity and if people don't get you um, or don't get your business, then those aren't people that you want invested anyway. Uh, But in a sense of knowing and anticipating that, I think it's highly favorable for you as an entrepreneur just to kind of anticipate those kind of biases. And then on a second point, I just... You know, I really think it's time for, you know, just a wider range of what constitutes leadership on, you know, the proverbial stage, um, because I do think that, you know, we're really limiting ourselves here. Like, you know, I haven't ever read the book, you know, Susan Cain's <laughs> Susan Cain's Quiet, uh, but. You know even on an extroversion introversion scale on a male female sort of scale on thinking about race you know i think that there's just so many different dimensions to slice it on how leadership can show up and be just as effective and when we start judging people on soft skills rather than on what they're bringing to the table uh which at the end of the day is execution and both of these ceos were executing really well especially given both the stages of their business and what they're trying to do um, you know securing customers like securing research partnerships like building teams like both of them had achieved that and that was demonstrably clear but the reception to each one was different based on these sort of softer skills uh, and so you know i think the more that uh Conversations and pitches like the one that I was in on today are less behind closed doors and more happening more on the open. Um, it's really going to be a net good for all of us. So really to follow up on that last segment, you know, the point that really comes, I guess, just calling out to me is that, you know, like many things in life, actions speak louder than words. And I think that leadership is no exception. So in thinking about the sort of you know, my first insight around uh, sort of different paradigms of leadership and thinking about um kind of coachability and learning um you know i think one of the biggest ways to show that you are a leader is to in fact learn and be open to learning um and one of the wonderful things that i like about doing you um, sort of judging and pitch competitions is that you sort of see a wide range of uh yes, everyone is an entrepreneur and it is completely possible for anyone to be an entrepreneur. Like, I completely believe that. But I think that the qualities that are required to be a successful entrepreneur, like, are the one of the primary ones is the ability and willingness to learn all of the time. Um, And, you know, I think that... um, maybe one of the reasons that we we have this idea that you know leaders are you know leaders are forceful it's like leaders take charge like leaders do this Is like yes maybe leaders in the military but i think if you're talking about entrepreneurship where there's a high level of uncertainty unlike maybe when it's like a military operation that's super higher hierarchical um you know you need someone who's nimble you need someone who is adaptable you need someone who can look at shifting situations on the ground and move which i guess in certain sense is military but in any case especially if you are an entrepreneur and you are a ceo you need to be able to look at what's happening and respond um, and specifically respond and not react um, and so I think this idea of both um, always being able and willing and open to learning um, and being able to be coached by people who've been there before but also knowing what to disregard what they're telling you is one of the most important skills to have as an entrepreneur and one that should be continually worked on all of the time um, and so you know, even if you don't have the sort of, you know, traditional look of an entrepreneur, traditional sound of an entrepreneur, I think that idea that you've shown an ability to learn. So for me, like when I look at um, entrepreneurs and sort of look at par- paradigms of those, I had this conversation with someone a couple of weeks ago, like, I think that working mothers are... to be necessarily one of the best CEOs ever if given the right chance and they're working on the right product or tech-enabled service because they necessarily are juggling everything. They're learning about their kid. They're learning about managing their life. They're learning about their business. Like, I don't know anyone else who is both better at like productivity um, and learning than a working mother. Um, And I think that the same thing goes with maybe introverts because maybe they're not talking all of the time, but because they're more introverted, they are sitting and absorbing and thinking and taking that time to sort of pull away from the noise of, you know, what's necessary in being a startup and, and and taking and processing the information that they need to and integrating and disregarding where they need to. Uh, and so, you know, I think for both people who are in this space, both as entrepreneurs or even if you're like a side hustler or what have you, um, if you are trying to act in any entrepreneurial fashion, I would say that the first sort of... Lens that you need to put on is one of learning um, and one, frankly, that you should never take off and constantly be looking to, uh, you know, refine like your ability to learn quickly and learn well. um, And that will always do you well now and in the future.